Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. When you think about 1-800-Flowers.com, what comes to mind? Obviously flowers, but 1-800-Flowers is so much more. They're your ultimate birthday gifting destination. From decadent fresh-baked cakes and gourmet-dipped strawberries to spa gift sets, balloons, and more. 1-800-Flowers has the gift to make every birthday feel special. Find out what's new today at 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to episode 33, season 3, episode 4 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys. We are here for another episode. And we just have to start after what was a very, very eventful weekend up in the tune. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. Uh, attempt my accent. I'll tell you why he's not going to attempt it. Because when we drove to, um, when we got to Newcastle, like decent drive, finally got there. Obviously, Lee was excited. He was giddy. He was enthusiastic. He got out of the car and he went, "Away the tune!" <laughs> and honestly, it couldn't have sounded less Geordie if he tried. Yeah. So we had our biggest live show ever so far um, over in Newcastle. Two hundred teachers joined us uh, for what was a very, very special night. A heavy night for many. I was going to say, if, you, if you're going to use your teacher nows on the show and turn the audience into a pie chart, the biggest slice would have been wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, needless to say, I think a lot of the teachers in attendance used it as an excuse to just take, uh, take a break and just... And rightfully so. Absolutely rightfully so. But I think this first half term has certainly took its toll because... People were ready for a drink, weren't they? Oh, were they? And it was... Uh, it was. But it, it added to the scene. Yeah, it was amazing. It was incredible. Um, yeah, we have to say there was a couple who took it a bit too far and got thrown out. Uh, we're not going to name and shame, but there, I think there was one school where there was quite a few of them that came along. And, uh, yeah, they just... Um, well, they were having a good time. I got a message off a few just saying, yeah, this is what happens when you've got Ofsted looming. Ooh. So they took it... Um, yeah, just enjoyed themselves. Well, I have to say it was it was I mean, I I've only just come down to be fair. I was I was buzzing me. I yeah. was absolutely buzzing. Whole of Sunday, whole of Monday. And uh yeah, Tuesday I was back to uh <laughs> back to reality. Tuesday I was back to normal, but it's it's it is such a buzz and 
the reaction in the comments at the end of people saying about how how much they're loving the podcast, how much it's helping with their kind of well being and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, yeah, love it, love every minute of it. Yeah, it was just. I mean, we we sold it out, so it was two hundred tickets gone, which was just incredible in itself because there was a lot of other stuff going on that day in the tune, as we found Indeed, out. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just, it was just, <laughs> the guy who uh, ran the the venue sort of turned around to me at the end and I was like, is everything all right? Yeah, we just had to, you know, remove a couple of teachers who, uh, or a couple of people who took it a little bit too far. I was like, oh no, and he goes, yeah, someone threw up on themselves in the, in the bar, so they had to go. And he just said, because if there's ever evidence that teachers are overworked, he just had to look at, you know. Yeah. It's funny, I mean, it, it, you know, a year and a half ago, or whatever it was, when we first had the idea of the podcast, if someone would have said to us, you know, in about a year and a half, you, you'll be selling out a, a, a 200 seat venue in Newcastle, and people will be getting thrown <laughs> out of your gig. Uh, and what was funny was I went into the staff room, and, I've, and I never go in the staff room, I know I've mentioned this, uh, I don't really go into my school staff room, because it's, it's my dinner's in a different area, the walk to the staff room would take the majority of my dinner time so I but basically there's been first aid going on so I've been going in the staff room and someone said to me like oh how was uh how was Saturday how was your show and as soon as she said how was your show I could see this this girl kind of a bit like oh show yeah and I was like yeah me and my brother do a uh you know <laughs> do a uh just do a little podcast and uh <laughs> yeah just you know we just sold a little venue out 200 not much yeah <laughs> you know and she went, oh, well, what's it about? So then, here we go. Look at you here. Ooh, what's he said? <laughs> go on. So I said, uh, well, my brother's a bit of a, uh, you know, he's a bit, he's a bit of a gimp. <laughs> and I was like, my brother's a bit of a, a bit of a name in the education uh, sector. Right. And I was like, um, don't know if you, you know, don't know if you, I do always do this, don't know if you heard of him, IC2, Mr. P. And she was like, oh, my, oh, he's your brother. I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people say we look like I do. <laughs> and, uh, and then she was like, oh, so, so what do you kind of do? Do you sing? <laughs> I went, are you serious? Have you seen my brother's videos? Do we sing? And it turned out. Um, I was like, no, we don't sing. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I said, uh, and she went, what, so you you talk? I went, yeah. I was like, you, you could kind of, kind of look at it as a bit of, um, you know, I would say, stand-up comedy, but we don't stand up. That's what I said. So we sit down as well. <laughs> no, I don't really sell it. Sit down comedy. Yeah. Sit down comedy. Um, but obviously, if she hasn't listened to the podcast, she don't know what you're going to get. But yeah. I, I absolutely, I love it, mate. I buzz yeah. off it. Buzz it off was. It. it was um, It was loud. I mean, it was, It was. I've got, we've got to admit, like, we, the, other, the other two um, that we've done were amazing. But there was just a vibe with this Newcastle one. They were just on it. They were just, Louder, and I think, I think our feedback from the observation—if it was observed like a lesson observation—the feedback mm. would have been like, you know, the children were engaged, but you know, you didn't have control of the, <laughs> of the classroom, yeah, in parts, yeah. There was times where you should have just reined it in. Behavior management yeah. needs a little bit of improvement, you Too know. Too many toilet breaks. It was at the, it was at the point where we went, you know, have we got any head teachers in, and everyone just went. And then I was like, no, 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 they're not all bad. It's all well, right. I was like, in, in, the, in the first show in Manchester, I think in Newport as well, 
when 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 you said that, like, oh, we've got any head teachers in? I think there's been one at each one, hasn't there? Pretty and much. In Manchester, it was like put a hand up, and it was just kind of like, oh, yeah. And then Newport put a hand up, it was like, oh. And then someone pointed <laughs> at the head, and everyone's like, boo! I was like, what's he doing? not the manager of everyone's school. Oh, it was funny. But and then there was there was one point where um where I, th- I thought we were getting heckled. Oh, so yeah. it was right towards the end of the first half, and um, we we sort of share this listener story. And I said, "So I've got this listener story to share." And then someone started shouting, and I was like, "What?" And I couldn't really make out what they were saying. What they were, um, and they were like, "Some at the dragon, some at the dragon." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> if it was a heckle, it was the weirdest heckle yeah. you could have. So I just sort of uh, ignored it because I didn't. And then. It was obviously the day after, once the nerves and everything had gone, the adrenaline had, had, had worn off a little bit, that I realised that someone had messaged me a story. And they said, oh, we're coming to the podcast show. Uh, I've got a, I've got an O for you. Uh, we'd, we'd love if you could read it out, right? And I completely forgot because, you know me, I'm worked up, I'm... I'm nervous. Yeah, you're I'm doing great accents <laughs> across the way. Ho way the two. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it just slipped my mind. So I, I promised him that I'd read it out on the uh, on the pod. So just sitting in our staff room, getting hyped for next week's live podcast. We had a huge O this week, although O is spelled O H. Ooh, what an O! <laughs> That's a bit of an O, isn't it? <laughs> Guys, it's just the O. <laughs> it's just the letter O. Our newest member of staff, who will be at the show thought he was doing everything right by sharing a poem for National Poetry Day. They're studying the boy who grew dragons, so he shared Chasing the Dragon with the whole of Year 3, including performances and a literacy study of the poem. He even tweeted it to show off what he'd done. It wasn't until another member member of staff pointed out that the real meaning behind the poem, that he frantically deleted all his tweets, were absolutely having his life and would love it if you could give it a shout-out next weekend. But unfortunately, I forgot. But the poem. See if you can work out what the meaning behind the poem is. Chasing the dragon. One can only imagine the height and peaks that may be reached until the chase begins. Off dreamland you go. The smoke is offered to all who seek this elusive creature, possessing desire to gaze into its eyes. Chasing the dragon, rare nectar for the mind. It may only be found in the grey fog of sweetness. Within swirling curls of smoke, carefully hidden, the dragon's yoke for once tasted. Forever you will crave the hunt. So as the rest, I chase the dragon through the throughout the universe and time. My life never more must be my own. Tall mountains I will climb in my quest to ensnare the beast chasing the dragon. What do you think it's about? Um, I don't know, you know. Because if you just did give it a quick little Google, chasing the dragon. The only uh, thing I poem. can think of, the only thing I can com- uh, is compare it to is... Uh, Remember Meet the Parents? Yeah. Puff a magic dragon living by the sea. Why is my internet not working? Um, IT! (laughs) That was going down a treat, wasn't it? Every time you messed up. IT! People shouting out. It's got to be about smoking that herb, hasn't it? Yeah, it's about drugs, isn't it? I'm sure it's about... um, is it not smoking the herb? Yeah, it's about. Uh, I thought it was about um, heroin, though. Jesus, that's a bit deep. I'm sure it was. I was trying. Either to... way, it's about drugs. I was trying to make so it. this teacher though has done a full unit of work 
around this poem, tweeting it out, and the kids have learned a poem all about drugs. So it was a massive O with just the letter O. So I hope made up for missing that out by giving it a shout out on the on the pod. And uh, and yeah, so we had a we had a good night out after the show in Newcastle. Stayed there before we came home on the Sunday. Uh, I mean, it's just been an absolute killer of a week so i've been down in devon so before the podcast show i was down in devon doing a cluster Jeremy down there. custard no wow well, don't know what they're famous for devon what devon ambrosia custard. is that not devon possibly i don't know anyway <sighs> <laughs> devon custard there are people that say that no <sighs> bisto <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm mixing up my gravy and custard again, dude. <laughs> um, so the drive back from Devon on the Friday night was a good six hours. I think I set off at quarter past three, got home at what, nine. But you are setting off peak traffic time. Well, and so then we go up to Newcastle, drive back from Newcastle on the Sunday, then I've got to go back to Devon again. So another five hours. And then uh, back you up last night. You look at your timetable when you book these shows. I don't know, I should had, do. You were like in Newport two weeks straight, came back, then did a show in Newport. <laughs> dreadful. It's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely dreadful. So, But, but to this... be fair, I want to shout out, I want to throw out a massive yes to everyone who came to Newcastle, everyone who came to Newport, yeah, yeah. everyone who came to the first one in Manchester, because, you know, we're, we're riding the wave and... I, I I I tried to surf once and I was woeful, but I'm riding this way. I'm taming this beast. I love it. Chasing this dragon. I'm chasing this. No, no, don't say that. I work at a school, mate. I work at a school. And uh, yeah, big shout out to the edgy footy lot as well because they came after doing playing another game to raise loads of money for a very very uh, important cause. So yeah, so you're gonna have to watch this space, guys, because we will hopefully, fingers crossed, if everything goes to plan have some very exciting news with you in the next few weeks, but you're just going to have to watch this space. But yeah. You um, love saying, you've said that so many times recently. Watch this space, guys. What's it mean? Just wait. What just space? Just watch what this space. What space are they watching? They're <laughs> just waiting for the announcement. Just say, just wait, guys. <laughs> just, um, See, I'm not a fan. Some sayings, I'm just not a fan. Watch this space. What space? In fact, in fact, yeah, I've got something really funny to share with you. I don't know if you saw this on the podcast group, Again, please get over to the podcast group. Just search two Mr. P's in a podcast. Um, someone did the Proverbs idea uh, that I've shared on my website. So the idea is that you sort of teach children what Proverbs are and then you give children the first part. For of anyone the of... who's listening who doesn't know what a proverb is. Well, it's just a really well-known saying that sort of guides you on how to be a nicer person, live a better life. So it's not a literal saying, it's, you know... Uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch. So, so not like about literal saying. chickens. Yeah, good, like famous good, proverbs. Good to know. Just right. for the listeners who didn't know what. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but here's what's going to happen in a second, right? So, um, so basically, the idea is that you talk it through with your class, and then you give your children uh, a list of really well-known proverbs, but just the first few words, mm-hmm. and then the children have to complete the sentence to um, make their own proverb. Okay. And then... So they're, they're, they're and it's got to the meaning, right. the ideas. So this teacher did it with his class, right, and sent one of the examples, which just brought so much joy. So, um, all work and no play make Jack happy, right? All work, no play. No, this is the examples. I'm going to test you on some in a minute. Okay. Don't bite the hand, Jack. 
<laughs> you know that one, don't you? Don't bite the hand, Jack. Don't you bite the hand no more, no more. Yeah, don't bite the hand. Um... <laughs> Come on. No, wait, don't, don't bite the hand. Again. Don't feed you. Yes, well done. Um, <laughs> don't look a gift horse to me. <laughs> when the cat's away... Uh, while the cat's away, the mice will play. <laughs> But this kid's gone. When the cat's away, you will pay. <laughs> <laughs> People who live in glass houses. Um, oh, I think I know this. <laughs> I love this. This is so good. People who live in glass houses yeah. uh, shouldn't throw stones. Yeah, but he's gone. Oh, she's gone. People who live in glass houses are rich. <laughs> if at first you don't... Succeed. Finish up. Um, you try. You, you try. You try. You try again. Yeah. Um, don't don't cut your chickens. Before, yeah. Right, this yeah. kid's gone. That's easy. Don't cut your chickens because they need privacy. <laughs> <laughs> don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, this kid's gone. Don't put your don't put all your eggs in there. <laughs> and then my favourite one is it's all fun and games until Jamie Oliver bends bloody turkey <laughs> um, it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt yeah but this kid's gone it's all fun and games until Darth Vader comes <laughs> <laughs> uh, right I'm going to test Adam on a couple of others right a bird in the hand is oh god <laughs> <laughs> so am I supposed to actually say the real saying? Yeah, say the real saying. A bird in the hand. It's not a minute on the lips, is it? <laughs> a bird in the hand. It's similar bit, to that, though, isn't a bird it? In hand, a bird in the hand is a minute on the lips. Which am I thinking of there? <laughs> You're going. A moment on the hips. <laughs> yeah, a moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. Oh. What's... A bird in the hand. If, if hand. No, but no, that's the name of a pub. A bird in hand. A bird in the hand. A bird in the hand. Oh man, I don't know. A bird in the hand is two on the arm. I genuinely don't. Know. It's worth two in the bush. Oh, hey, give me got that. Yeah, so things we already have are more valuable than what we hope to get. Um, I've heard that. A chain is only as strong. Oh, oh, is that so? Is this the Anne Robinson one? As the wicked link. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, um, I used to love that show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, lo- I used to love the people who used to try and take her on. Oh, you know you'd, never be <laughs> you'd never beat her. You'd never beat her. you never beat Watchdog. It's Watch like when kids hands. try and take that teacher on. It never works. Um, right, I'll do one more, do one more, do one more. Um, uh, some of these I've never heard of myself. Oh, you struggling, you see? No, but they're not even like this one. Um, better to wear out than to rust out. Is that a say? <laughs> better to be poor and healthy rather than be rich and sick. It's common sense, isn't it? Curious, curiosity. Kill the cat. Oh, there we go. Well done. Even though I once tried to 
I basically had a full-on argument with someone saying that, because they were telling me that, like, oh, I've taken, like, two paracetamol, and I've taken two, two hours later, and I turned around and went, be careful, too much medicine killed the cat. And then they were like, what? And I was like, the famous saying, was like, too much medicine killed the cat. They were like, curiosity killed the cat. And yeah. I was like, so what are you saying? If a cat has too much medicine, it won't die. Like, so I was going to full on. I was just like, you, you want me to get a cat now? Um, <laughs> give it some give it some medicine so um so yeah head over to the facebook group just search two miss peas in a podcast we've had loads because the last episode we were oh, teetering yeah. on the thousand and we're yeah. now well over 1.3 wow wow thank you for all the support there with that so um i thought is there anything else to mention about newcastle before we move on um, what about the famous celebrity we met well yeah i was gonna say this is, this was one of my highlights so we're sat having some nice it was good food there yeah, yeah. Don't know what it was called, but it was a nice place, a little pizza joint right near our hotel. Oh, a little pizza joint. A little pizza joint, man. And um, and then we looked over, didn't we, to the set table next to him. It was Sal from the Impractical Jokers, Sal yeah. Volcano. Yeah, how random. Because we're in Newcastle. The last person you'd expect to see from New- in Newcastle uh-huh. is someone from the in-between us. <laughs> yeah, that would be random as well, but they're English. So, uh, yeah, the yeah. Impractical Jokers are in... So anyway, it was it, we were kind of we were saying like oh we were kind of going we were talking the whole meal about like right are we going to ask him for a photo because there's nothing worse like than than I don't know if it's ever happened to me whether I've ever asked anyone for um, well, who's the most famous person you've had a selfie with? Uh, not that many, you know. Gemma Atkinson, I had one with, <laughs> and uh, Sean Wright Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> I do you know what I've not had that many with celebs to be fair no one they never turn you down then well who else have I had I've had Joshua yeah you've had Anthony Joshua yeah yeah but as soon, and, as, you, um, as, soon as you had a pick with him you lost yeah <laughs> and what's what's uh, for, uh, England rugby coach called oh Eddie Eddie Jones, Jones. met him yeah yeah in the train. Then they went out losing <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so the best bit was so you were kind of going like, you put your head in your in your pizza and you were going, like, oh, I'm not asking. So I was like, I'll ask. Well, you the thing me? was, he was so deep in conversation he with was. this guy. So, and, I, and they were doing a show at the night and I was trying to chill out, trying to conserve my energy. And I'm just thinking, this guy is just, he's just talking money mm. ferociously for yeah, the whole meal. He didn't even eat anything. And no. um, So then I walked over and I was like, oh, excuse me, like, and it, you know, big fans, any chance of a photo? And he was kind of just like, uh, yeah, can we do it outside? I don't really want to get, you know, like hassled and whatever. I was like, yeah, yeah, sweet. So we went outside and we got a picture with him. And then, <laughs> and then this is my favourite bit from you, was when <laughs> he said like, hey, cheers guys, yeah. So, so you coming to the show tonight? And then you turned around and went, We've actually got our own show. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and there's actually no more tickets available for our sell. Um, and he was check, like, I've just checked online and we couldn't like, get tickets. He was for like, oh, show. really? What's your show? And then you were like, oh, we do a podcast. And he was like, what? That's awesome. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, that is awesome. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, but he wouldn't shake our hands, would he? Because he's a well, big no, gym. No, so. don't, be, don't be putting me into that bracket. You went in for the big shake. Oh, well, I always go in for the big shake. Well, we just knuckle, fist pump, fist pump. <laughs> we just we just made a knuckle sandwich, man. Uh, and then uh, and then yeah, so we went out afterwards, 
had a few drinks, didn't we? Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I mean, when we, we went to Revs de Cuba, didn't we? It was quality. With, I mean, the drinks were flowing. I, I, whenever we do a show, I'm I'm more than happy to go out <laughs> and get absolutely on it. And um, uh, I went, I dr- I'm drained, mate. I'm just gone. See, I, I, I get such a buzz. I just love the lols. Addicted to the lols. <laughs> and uh, totally addicted to lols. <laughs> so then, uh, so then um, I went to the toilet and, you know, the toilet, what do you call the toilet guys? Toilet guys. The toilet guys. The guys who... Who give out after shave and, yeah, yeah, hand wash and stuff. So obviously I did my biz and then he was just kind of like, spray and I was just like oh sorry mate I ain't got change and I was like I'll, when I get change I'll come back and he whipped out a card machine <laughs> and I was like you guys have card machines now couldn't believe it and yeah. he was kind of got contactless I was just like whoa no. all angles covered I was just kind of a bit like oh no uh, you know I don't see a receipt kind of printing machine here I, I was like I'll just I'll, I'll be getting some money out no worries went down came back up and he was like, hey, my friend. And I was like, hey, right. Let me go throw away. <laughs> <laughs> then he turned around and he you want spray? And I was like, nah, nah. I'm not getting change yet. <laughs> I'll go get change. And I went to the bar and got a big round in. And I looked on the floor and there was loads of change, just loads of quids. And I was like, oh, I'll buy a couple of these. So I picked up a few quids. And uh, anyway. No, a girl saw you do it and then made you buy, buy a shot. Yeah, well, she didn't. She she pointed him out to me, and she was like, "I'm not going to pick them up." <laughs> so I was like, "I'll I'll pick them up." Yeah. So I picked them up, and then she was like, "So you're buying me a drink, then?" And I was just like, "Listen, listen, lady, I'm happily married, <laughs> but I don't mind buying you a sambuca." So I bought her a books, and then um, yeah. So then I, went, I finally went back up, and it was like this glorious moment of like, "Here you go, mate." Yeah, I've been for three wees equals three dubs, and I want three sprays. <laughs> So I pick out the John Paul Gautier, which is my yeah. go-to, and he goes, tsh, tsh, on either side. And I just went, oh, and one last one, mate. And he just went, tsh, right in my eye, like right in my eye. And I was just like, ah, it was burning. I think I turned Jody. I was going like, oh, no. Honestly, I thought, I'm blind. Yeah, I'm blind. I can't believe it. I was just like, I was like stumbling. I didn't know where I was going. I think I was like doing Strictly with the toilet guy for a minute. <laughs> 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 like, ah. um, so yeah, once, Alexa. I, once I got my yeah, um, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was quality. But I, I have to say, just to carry on, like my my week this week has just been filled with just. Funny, funny stuff, like, just funny stuff. And then it, alongside the funny stuff, I've been getting told funny stuff. Right. I've not spoken to this guy I used to work with for ages. I've basically just been in touch because he'd, he'd seen about the show in Newcastle. He messaged me about it. And he said things like, have you spoke about this? And have you spoke about this? And I've been like, nah. So he reminded me of a story <laughs> <laughs> of um, this little lad who's, who's uh, yeah, I don't know what he is even now. He must still be in the old school. Must be like year five. But he was in nursery with this woman. This, you know, one of the teachers. And um, she was sat there. And she always, I remember always telling this story. And she said, um, you know, you know uh, Gavin? You know, such a lovely lad. Like, yeah, yeah. And she said, he sat, when we were doing phonics, he sat and he looked at me just with such kind of 
a look of just, you know, a heartwarming look, basically. And he just said, Miss? And she went, yes, Gavin? <laughs> and he went, why is you so ugly? <laughs> <laughs> and she just had her hair done. <laughs> she literally had her hair done. She just said like she didn't know what to reply, right? So that's my face, sir. (laughs) Um, And good morning to you, Gav. Yeah. Um, So that was like that was ridiculously funny. But this that happened the other day in my school is just it. It was like I was going to say that when when I tell it on the podcast because I told the I told the woman that it happened to. I was like. You're getting pod. You're getting podcast age. She was like, am I? And I was like, yeah, you are. And I said to her, I was like, but people won't believe it because it sounds made up. Yeah. So basically, this kid in a class um, comes to her in the morning, right? So mum drops him off. He walks to her in the morning and he goes, miss, miss, I've got you something. This is for you. And handed miss a folded up piece of paper, right? So yeah. she said to me, you know, they always bring in, because I like notes, younger ones, yeah, little yeah. notes, pictures that they've done at yeah. home, whatever. Yeah. She opened it, and it was instructions out of a box of Vagisil. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, I, and I took a picture of it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how's he trying to say? <laughs> so he said Vagisil, medicated cream. And then it said, because I was a bit like, well, you know, does he think your banter's dry? <laughs> and uh, it was like, Vagisil is an emulsion cream. It's formulated to provide prompt, effective relief from the discomfort of minor itching and irritation of the skin just outside the vagina and around the anus. <laughs> she just went, she, she said she was just in like utter shock. Yeah. But then what was dreams of was a delivery had just come, which I had to get. And I saw her and went, all right, miss. And she just went, look what, <laughs> look what this kid's just did me. And I loved it. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's only, you know, a couple of swift tales from what has and been. And if, uh, if you've had something even more random than the instructions to Vagisil, Oh, then do no. get in touch, send us a message or do you know go what, onto though, the do website. You, I said though, I said the, one of the reasons behind it is because if you think as a parent how funny that would be to do to like a teacher or teaching assistant, I don't know whether either the kids found it and the, the mum or dad have seen it and gone, give it to your teacher. Like, you know, <laughs> as a joke, because I think if that's, that's ban- they're taking the banter level to a different, yeah. they're out of the, out of the park, do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, um, but yeah, unbelievable scenes. Yeah, I've been in school today because I was down in Devon last week. I'm, I'm doing, uh, I'll swap my days, so I'm doing more this week. And I was worried because I was like, I've got no stories. I've got nothing, not, not been in school, so I've got nothing to bring to the pod. But um, there'll, there'll be some stuff coming up about good old man kids being on absolute fire. Man, kids on fire. Your, defensive... <laughs> Your teachers are terrified because <laughs> man, kids on fire. So, um, we had this, we had the assembly because it's not. I, you, I used to love this, right? I used to love when you go into school and then there's suddenly uh, an unexpected assembly. Oh yeah. But today, I had actually planned out my day 
right? I knew exactly because I had to go into school early to get everything set up uh, because we had to go to the triplets' parents' evening. Well, parents' morning because I can't go tomorrow. So I got in school really early, everything sorted, everything printed, ready to go, nip to the school, round the corner, get the parents' evening. Um, really, really proud, by the way. Put yeah, it out oh, there. Really, really proud. Um, and then rush back to school, and then on the notice board, it's like, right, NSPCC are coming in, assembly at half nine, workshop at half ten. So that's just the whole morning pretty much gone. So I'm like, right, okay, brilliant. But anyway, NSPCC assembly. And uh, it's all about speaking up to stay safe. So it's, um, you know, reaching out, phoning Childline, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, and then the question, this just was amazing. And you, you couldn't write it. Um, so, because they got this big sack and they're saying, so what worries would we put into the sack, you know? And the kids are coming out with all sorts. Like, the first one was like, when your pet dies, <laughs> when your I pet was dies. Say, when you're talking about pets. Yeah, so it's like when your pet dies. But and... isn't that the RSPCA? No, but it's about how the child reacts to it. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> no, I was getting confusing, so I was thinking, when's he going to mention the animals? <laughs> no, NSPCC is the national <sighs> summit of cruelty to children. Right. Protection right. of cruelty to children. Right, okay, or sorry. prevention. Anyway, so... Um, so you're paying what, attention. Yeah. Your, I'm, I never pay attention to some of this because I'm just watching the kids for who's ready to go. And I'm like, right, you, here. Um, so so it's like, right, so we're going to put these worries in. Um, what else worries? Bullying, cyberbullying, all these sort of things. And then another woman comes up and goes, so um if we've got these worries what can we do we can talk so who who could we talk to so who could we talk to first answer um yourself <laughs> <laughs> and then you can just see on because these people are coming and and you know when you get visitors in the dead really enthusiastic yeah they have to and so she's like um well you can practice with yourself and then when you're ready and you know what you're going to say, you could speak to someone else. Who else might you speak to? Next answer. Your cat. <laughs> um, may, maybe, again, you could practice with, and you could just see with every, quest, every answer the, the enthusiasm draining to the it's point so where they were like, just just a teacher. So, and, then the, and then the next one, I, don't, so I think one came out like, your parents? It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then teachers didn't come out of ages, so we came across brilliantly. And then the last one was, um, one of the best ones was, uh, your imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> Solving problems on the regs. Um, another good suggestion. I and you could it. just see the enthusiasm just draining. Like working in, you know, working in schools, and I had to learn this, it's like, because you have to stay positive and, you know, when the kids kind of, most of the courage to, to answer a question. <laughs> you, you know, you always think on a Monday morning and you go, what is five times five? And someone puts on him and goes, 155? <laughs> and you go, really good attempt. Yeah. Not quite right. Yeah. Yet to Friday or towards like the middle of the year, middle of the term. What is six times six? 1,066. <laughs> Grow up! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I think we're at that point of the half term, isn't it, where oh, we need the break to just... I mean, to be fair, it, it does sometimes happen, doesn't it? And you feel bad because it's like one thing you don't want to do is pick the same kids all the time. So I yeah. always think that's like, you know, it's all well and good, you know, 
the brainy box just being like, to be five, 36, da, da, da. and then you just, you see this kid and you don't want to answer and you just think, this is your moment, <laughs> this is your moment, what is two add two? Thousand. <laughs> really good try. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good try. You turn into Macho Man Robin yeah. Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was a, a glowed one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst the worst example of that is when you're working with a kid and you've just worked because I was doing this with maths today so uh, Miss P I don't really know this question right I'll, I'll help you out so you, we do this we do that yeah do you understand that yeah and like, yeah yeah so I said right guys um, I think there's few of us are struggling with this question so I'll go through it knowing I've got a banker there yeah, is yeah. going to be the one that I can come back to so if we know that the, the side of uh, the side of this shape is this length that's length there what do you think we need to do next? Anyone? And I'm like, to, to whoever it is, Harrison. I'm like, go on, Harrison, what do you think it is? And he's just like, seven? <laughs> no, it's not seven. Yeah. I've just told yeah. you the answer. You were the banker, man. <laughs> yeah. You were the fallback plan. Yeah. Pull back! Um, but, you know, uh, this is the thing, and I don't know whether it was a buzz from the weekend or what, because it has been a decent week this week, but we were going to a sporting competition the other day. And we're driving, um, we're driving through a really kind of posh area, and there was some like absolute mansions, definitely yeah. like footy players sort of mansions. And I'm sat there. And what I love on the coach is I love listening just to some of the chat. Uh. I mean, they, you know, they come out with absolute ridiculous lines, don't they? But there's this girl who, loud, outspoken, lovely girl, but she's one of them that's um, a little bit of a fibber. Basically, yeah. you know, loves a porcupine, a little bit David esque, yeah. really. And um, she she said we were driving past this massive house, and it was like it was like a proper like amazing gates and everything. And the bus like stopped, and everyone turned and was like, "Oh my god, look at that house! I wonder who lives there." And then I heard one kid go, "Oh, I, I, I mean, it's Rooney. I mean, Rooney lives there." Someone else like, "Oh no, it's it's this person." And then this girl's just like. <laughs> You are guessing who lives there. I already know who lives there. So I was thinking, oh, I. And she went, duh, it's Elvis Presley. <laughs> so I just turned around and oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, baby. <laughs> you got it way wrong, baby. <laughs> That's two dojos for trying, baby. <laughs> Oh god! Oh bloody! It's half an hour. We've not even done a feature yet. Oh, let's get 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 into one. Get into the features, right? Here we go. What should we start with? Okay, so diabolical leader. Of the week, and um, this could be my first ever nomination. It's not my debut, isn't it? You yeah. presenting me with a diabolical T-shirt. <laughs> Cheers, guys. There's um, your cap. Uh, yeah. So basically, um, I got told this uh, anonymously, right? Um, that this woman, call her Susie, uh, very sad recently, her father passed away. Yeah. Um, so thoughts and prayers, obviously, with Susie and her family. And um, obviously, you know, 
when when something like that happens, you get kind of like a compassionate leave, and and it's like a sick note, isn't it? But like a compassion note, yeah, and, yeah, and things like that, especially because. it's a daughter it's apparently it was sudden it wasn't like you know the dad had been poly for a long time and um, basically so she'd been off she'd sent me the note in to to work and uh, the funeral was on the Monday so obviously you know buried the dad on the Monday on the Tuesday morning she got a phone call from the school basically saying where are you and she said I'm at home sorting some things out. Yeah. Why aren't you here? Because I buried my dad yesterday. And they said, we should be here. Oh I, mean, can you, I mean, you could stop there, couldn't you? That, yeah. that diabolical enough. Yeah. And, uh, oh, but then it was God. like, well, I've, I've sent, we've not got your, your sick note. Oh, well, no, God. I've sent it in. Well, we've not got it. Now, I'm just going to stop there because that's absolutely diabolical. It's ridiculous, that is, isn't it? At the end of the day, you know, Work is work, and everyone who works in schools, the majority of people that work in schools, are committed, do more hours than they should, etc., etc. Something like that happens makes you realise how kind of cruel life can be at times, yeah. and how precious time is. Yeah, absolutely. And to, to kind of be so, um, what's the word? So inconsiderate. Yeah. Of something so heartbreaking as a sudden death of not just a family member, but you know, your parent is, I think is an absolute It's just disgrace. It's just people need to pull, just... I think that's the first time podcast listeners are going to be sat there or wherever they're listening and think, the other Mr. P's hurt by this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He feels this. And yeah. it's true. I just think it's an absolute joke shot, but... It's uh, just... And it just gets worse. Like, the amount of stuff you, you get taught and it just doesn't need to be that way. Like I always say, right... Um, teaching's a tough enough job as it is. It's hard enough, but you get some schools who are hell bent on making it as stressful and as hard as it possibly can be, where they just completely lose sight of the fact we're human. Mm. And so, you know, if you want a successful school, you look after the teachers. If you look after the teachers, they'll look after the kids. It's as simple as that. Who who would want to work in a school where you're, you're treated like that? Who wants to get out of bed going, I can't wait to go into school knowing that, you know, They've got no compassion towards teachers yeah, well, as, as it's, humans. It's, you know, it is an absolute disgrace. But weird, weird segue I'm going to throw in here because that that you know I went deep. <laughs> I went in there nice and deep, and then so the segue when you were talking about teachers being humans, right? I went to the cinema last night, yeah, yeah, to watch Joker. Yeah. Okay, what so, did you think? Uh, really enjoyed it. Amazing, amazing performance. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just, the thing is with me is, I'm an absolute, I'm an action. Because it's junkie. been out for a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, and everyone's seen it. Do you think, do you think the build-up? Build maybe the build-up, but I'm an action junkie at the end of the day. I, I, you know, Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> with the rock and Saban. You know, I don't know if OB's seen that, but if he has, I wonder if he's okay. <laughs> Wait, I thought Jason Statham was Vin Diesel and he is the rock. Um, but but this is what I was getting onto, and I, I made Dad have a cry laugh in the cinema. Because the new Terminator trailer came on. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's just massively confusing because obviously being a fan of like the Terminator films, Arnold Schwarzenegger turns up in the in in the in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And he looks, obviously, because he is, he looks ridiculously old. <laughs> so I said to Dad, I said, Hey Dad. So we're in, the, we're in like it's obviously silent cinema. I said, Hey Dad, 
I said, uh, do you know like in the in the Terminators when he used to turn up naked and he'd go, I need your boots, <laughs> your jacket and your motorcycle. Do you know that? You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? I said to him, I said, in this one he's going to go, I need your Gaviscon, your hearing aid and your Zimmer frame. <laughs> Mike, honestly, he was eating his, he was eating his white mice and his pick of it, and he nearly choked. People were turning around, looking at him, and he was just like, oh, oh. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Gaviscon. I think this is uh, another nice segue to bring back the hero, oh. the legend, the myth. Here yes. comes Nana Maureen. Hello guys, uh, other Mr. P here and I have the absolute honour and pleasure of being with my Nana, aka Nana Maureen today. How are you doing Nana? Not too bad. Uh, you told me that you... Could you're... be bad because I've got toothache. you got toothache? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Which tooth is that then? The bottom one. That's if I knew I'm my teeth, false ones. I was going to say, if, hope people can still understand you. <laughs> Just about because <laughs> you'll be like you silly sausages. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Right, Nana, I've got a couple of questions uh, for you. Uh, so, are you ready to answer some listener questions? I'll try my best. Right. So we are on October sixteenth. How do you feel? about shops having Christmas things in the shops, in the aisles now at the moment. How do you feel about that? Well, I think they're taking liberties. You think they're taking liberties? Why? Because it's a good few months, uh, well, at least three months anyway, and they're bringing out toys where the kids can see the toys and want them right away and then they're crying then. It's a fair... Because they're, uh, they're after the toys. It's a fair point. Um, so you, you, not, you don't buy your Christmas decks now, do you? No, no, no. I don't buy any Christmas stuff at all till nearer the time. That's fair, dude. Is that because they, they usually trim the prices right Correct. now? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, you hit it right on the... On the... <laughs> yeah. Um, also, random one for you... Uh, how how do you feel about putting pineapple on pizzas? How do I feel? Pineapple <laughs> on peaches? Pizzas, not peaches. Oh. Well, I'd be sick. Have you never had a Hawaiian pizza? Oh, I have not, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I get a bellyache without any of that, so I think uh, if I ate that, I'd have a bellyache for You'd a long time. You need major Gaviscon. Yeah. You're a Gaviscon. True, true. You love Gaviscon, don't well, you? Well, yes, I have, a, I have my buckles of Gaviscon. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Uh, well, thank you so much, Nana Maureen. Do you want to say uh, goodbye to all your fans out there? To all my fans out there, keep smiling, sweethearts. <laughs> God, you'll never know the day when you won't smile again. <laughs> Inspirational. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't know. I, like, every time we had an Anna Maureen interview, I think, 
Right, she's peaked it. I don't think it's going to get any better. And then she just comes back. There's say, so many things I have in to that. Say, that is that was so funny. My favourite bit of that is when I say, and a random one for you, what do you think about putting pineapple on pizzas? And she went, what do I think about putting pineapples on pizzas? Oh, what I know. Oh, she's class. She, honestly, <laughs> she is absolutely class. And the best bit is, she always says the same stuff to me. I was saying to her, like, Nana, you don't understand, people are loving it. Mm. And at, at the live shows, people are shouting out, when we mention you, they, they're screaming, cheering. Yeah. She went, they never are. I said, they are. And she went, as long as I don't get summoned. <laughs> as long as I don't get summoned, I was like, for what? For putting pineapples on beaches? <laughs> Honestly, she uh, is. She is absolutely insane, uh, and I hope her tooth feels better. <laughs> to be fair, bless her. She was. She wasn't a bit of pain. She wasn't a bit of pain. It's the way in the, which tooth? Bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love oh, her to death. She is. She She's is amazing. Um, in fact, I've got uh, quite an interesting question. Someone sent me quite an interesting question. But before I share it, a quick word from this episode sponsor. We are once again pleased to be sponsored by Interm IT and this week we, they want to use their advert just to give teachers some advice as they've noticed when they're starting to work with new schools, a lot of these schools just don't have the basic provision in place with their technology and obviously with the new Ofsted framework this can leave schools vulnerable with a lot of the safeguarding issues. So it's just making sure you check things such as every computer having antivirus making sure you've been uh, regularly backed up, whether that's offline or doing remote backups, making sure you've got sufficient filtering with all of your broadband, making sure that's the right one. A lot of schools are going for cheap things that isn't the correct educational filtering, and that can be very, very worrying. Knowing that Windows 7 and Server 2008 have their end of life in 2020, January 2020, so making sure you've planned or replaced it, and just making sure that every technology you have has the correct licensing. So if you are unsure on any of the things that I've just mentioned, why not head over to intermit.co.uk and they will gladly chat through and help however possible. Right, so here's this question. Before you do it, I've got an idea for a jingle. What, for the question? Yeah, because I feel like we do we do uh, viewers, viewers, we do listeners' questions <laughs> um, a lot, don't we? So we yeah. need a little jingle. And right. I think I've got it. Um, but on that thought, do we need a jingle for when we've got a new jingle? So it's like, jingles, jingles, where'd you get those jingles? Where'd you get those eyes? Here it is. Guys, I got a question for you. Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Peace, I got a question for you. That is a work of genius, Adam, if I've ever seen it. Well I'm done. Gonna, I'm not going to lie, I've, I've got a good record on jingles, and at the live show, obviously, people are enjoying the jingles. Yeah. That, that's, that's like, <laughs> do you know, like when, you know, like when, it's always, it's like when, it's Eddie, like when, when, you, you when copy Eddie Murphy off. did Dream Girls and he was tipped for the Oscar. He then released Norbit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like that. It's like you do an amazing film and then... Yeah. Yeah, so it's not my favourite Right, so... 
Um, howdy, I am one of the many listeners from the other side of the pond, but I am not from Ashburn. I'm a teacher and love the podcast, but that's because I love everything England. I've joined a few UK teacher pages, but I need your help. There are a few teams that, sorry, there are a few terms that keep being discussed that I don't think happen here or might be called something different. So I wondered if you could shed some light. I could Google them, obviously, but as I love your insight into life in the classroom, I'd rather hear from you. Right, so... Uh, is she talking about you individually, insight into the classroom, or...? I think our insight into the classroom. Well, she could right. say that. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So uh, I'll let you define it, and then I'll... You'll yeah. redefine so it. So first thing, pupil premium. How do you define pupil uh, premium? To uh, an American. How would I describe it to an American? Uh, I would say... Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, funding for pupils, isn't it? It's funding for pupils whose parents don't don't earn over a certain amount. A certain amount, yeah. Right. So it's extra funding to try and sort of bridge the gap, sort of thing, and right? Then, and then if you're explaining that to an American, you go, and there you go, woo! <laughs> 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 it's uh, for people whose parents don't earn as much. Woo! One deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> when you jump into a really, really deep pool, man. Woo! Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's just another example of alliteration. Gone mad. Um, <laughs> I heard about a school. Alliteration! Yeah! I heard about a school, right? Who had Austin in. Um, but because the Austin inspector had spent too long doing a certain thing, they got one of the coordinators and went like, listen, I should be doing a deep dive, but I'm running out of time, so we're just going to have a shallow shallow paddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, what so, is a deep dive? So basically, Ofsted have now changed their whole approach. So for a number of years, Ofsted have basically just judged school, schools purely on data, the SATS tests that we sit. Now, SATS tests for us are a little bit different to the old SATs, in America. <laughs> so um, basically these are uh, test children sit at the end of primary school. And for a number of years, schools have narrowed the curriculum massively just to try and get results in these tests. Um, and the reason for that is because Ofsted come in and judge your results. So Ofsted have very quickly turned around and said, oh, no, 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 we're going to change it now. It's all about the curriculum. So Ofsted are coming into schools now and not looking as much at data but they're sort of doing these deep dives into different subjects. So they'll come into school and say, right, we're going to do a deep dive into reading. We're going to do a deep dive into history, geography. And then the poor teacher has to sit there and be grilled for hours about the ins and outs of the curriculum, basically. Well, these Austin inspectors have the snorkels. <laughs> yeah, coming in flippers. Flip-flop, flip-flop. Yeah. In a wetsuit. I always think they're going to be Australian. So good eye, we're gonna deep dive into Pierre and we're gonna go into Ori after that. Yeah. Um it's a pile of uh dog dirt in it really. Well, funnily enough, the next one after that was Ofsted. I think I know this one, but just to be sure. Um, how do you describe Ofsted? To an American. Yeah. Well, um I don't know what they have in kindergarten. Yeah. Or grade first grade, second grade. <laughs> Um, well, I it's would, like, uh, what's I he would called? This Principal Skinner, and then what's the guy? Skinner. <laughs> yeah, what's he? What's he called? 
Oh, God, um, no. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Oh, really the, but but it, yeah, he's no, like he's, he's, yeah. he's almost like an obvious. Luke, it's not lieutenant, is it? It's, uh, <laughs> lieutenant Dave. No. Uh, so Ofsted, I would just say, um, as a former man, former employee, obviously. Of course, yeah. Adam yeah. used to work for Ofsted. Stapling reports. Data, data handling. Yeah. New minesweeper record on the day. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never been so good at solitaire. Uh, so yeah, Austin, I would just say the kind of like when you in, if you're in a restaurant and what do they call it when like food people come into a uh, restaurant to see if the kitchen's well, clean. like um, review it. No, uh, no cr- uh, critique. Uh, no, no, not critics. Critics. It is no, like well, similar. Yeah, but you know, no, they co- they're called like some army. When, when you go into a restaurant and it's like, oh, we, we've had the... Michelin stars? No. I don't forget that either. <laughs> you know, I think of the Michelin man. It's like, well, he, why is he, you know, going... Why are tyres getting why involved t- in restaurants? Why are tyres getting rolling into restaurants? Uh, no, well, you know what I mean, like... It's an inspection team, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically like the fashion police at E. <laughs> you know, if um, you haven't if you haven't done the right work, it's basically wearing a shocking outfit to the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. It's like... What were they thinking? Yeah. So yeah. So there are the a group of people who inspect schools to make sure that they are uh, doing everything correctly. Inspectors. Inspectors. Food yeah. inspectors. That's oh right, like the standards. Yeah. Yeah, standards, standards authority. Yeah, that's the one. But um, basically, if we got rid of Ofsted, nothing would change in our education system. They uh, are not fit for purpose. Uh, they are... Careful what you say about my ex-homies. <laughs> <laughs> they are damaging education. If I made a bit of an O the other week, because I, I, I... An O-stead? Yeah, I did an O-stead, because I was doing the training in Devon, and it was the first day, and I sort of started off, and it was a Monday, so, you know, not in the best of moods on a Monday morning. And I'm going, so who is to blame for why education is where it is? And I go through everyone, the leadership team, some teachers. I mean, Ofsted... They need to deep dive in a bin. Why do we still put these people on pedestals like there's something special when they come in and make a judgment? Ofsted, it goes, Ofsted raising standards, improving lives. They don't raise standards. They check standards. So it should say, Ofsted, checking standards, ruining lives. Who's sat in the middle? An Ofsted inspector. (laughs) inspector. So it gets to lunch and we're talking and she just went, and by the way, um, I actually do work for Ofsted. Uh, She was a head teacher as well. And I was like, oh, my God. And the teacher sat next to us like, yeah, I was trying to, <laughs> trying to give you the hand signal to say, like, stop. And I'd gone this biggest... But I'll tell you the biggest issue for me with Ofsted is, is not with Ofsted, because this is what I keep trying to explain to schools, that when it comes to Ofsted, you have a choice. Now, you can choose to play into the hype. You can choose to base all your decisions around what you think Ofsted will want. And therefore, you're now taking these deep dive stuff and you're pr- putting more pressure on teachers, creating more workload, doing more observations, more scrutiny. Or you can just focus on what's best for your children because most teachers, most schools are already nailing the curriculum anyway. And then you just know that when Ofsted come in, you're going to be confident enough to take them on to say, look, what we're doing is working. Uh, here's what you can see what our pupils are doing. Speak to whoever you want. We know what we're doing is right. Uh do one you know so uh what my biggest issue with is with Ofsted is weak SLT teams who do everything for Ofsted I didn't know you had an issue with Ofsted (laughs) (laughs) did you read that not Charlie sent me an article from the Daily Mail brilliant this um he he sent it me and went this reminds me of you 
Um, he loved that shout out, weren't he, Charlie? Oh, he loved it, yeah. Superhead teacher on 100,000 a year posts F Ofsted on Instagram. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So I think he'd gone out because his school got um, rated inadequate. Uh, so he sort of went on this massive rant on there. Um, on Social Instagram. Media yeah, so. But that brings me on to the next feature, actually. The pointless things you find in school. Pointless things you only find in primary schools. So these tend to be things that teachers will do or schools will do that are completely pointless, have no impact on anything. And linked to what I've just said there about Ofsted, the th- one of the most pointless things in our education system at the minute are Moxsteads. Do you know what Moxsted is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting like a, a you know, fake Ofsted. Yeah, so paying someone who isn't employed by Ofsted, who has no idea really what Ofsted want, who are just basically uh, taking schools for a ride, getting these people in to do what's called a, a fake, a mock Ofsted, basically. I like the name Moxted. I have to say, I mean, you know, to take to 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 take. It's a clever, yeah. yeah, yeah. But clever it's just, it. it's just a complete and utter pointless exercise. It because the amount of schools who have had these Moxsteads being told they're all right, and then Ofsted come in and downgrade. It's just a waste of school budgets. And when budgets are so tight at the minute, schools who are happy to pay for people who aren't in the classroom. Because here's the thing with Ofsted again, not that I want to defend them, but majority of Ofsted inspectors now have to work in school in some sort of capacity. So they're supposed to be a little bit more in tune with what's going on in classrooms. These people who are, you know, uh, taking advantage of schools by charging them extortionate amounts of money for these fake inspections. It's an absolute joke. You could call them mock steadheads. Yeah, I mean, there was one course I saw the other day, 300 quid, for this sort of um, deep dive, sort of a guide to how to be successful in a deep dive, it's not done by Ofsted. So how can you run a course like that? Yeah, it's a shame. It's taking it, the mick. How fun does deep diving sound? It does sound you know, quite like, good if fun. If someone said to me, like, do you want to do a deep dive? I'd be like, do I? Yeah. Where? In the geography books. <laughs> nah. It's a Saturday, mate. Yeah. Uh, and then doing mock deep dive. Uh, it's just, don't do it. I mean, schools who are doing it, I, I, I mean, they're just diabolical just absolute clueless focus on just the kids just make everything about the kids and you'll be on your way so um there's my unofficial rant because adam this week is doing the rant i want to rant rant i want to rant rant I want to rent. Rant. I want to rent. Rant. Tell me not to rent. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rent, I say no. No. No, no, no. Okay, rant of the episode. Over to Adam. Yeah, well, you know, you have constantly got rants in your pants, and I, I'm not really... Um, I'm not really that much of a ranter, uh, but this does. This, this drives me. Are we education, non-education? We're, we're non-education. Right, okay. Um, but hopefully this will teach a few people. And if, if there's any <laughs> listeners who do this, you need to sort it out. So my rant this week is is a driving rant. Now, obviously driving... Can be a stressful... Can be a stressful time. 
And I, I feel what eases my stress is, is is kind of being one of the nice drivers. Is is you know you see a little gap, you pull into it to let the oncoming cars go by you, and then you got you got three options basically. And right. I'll get onto the three options now because. We're going to bring in an old trusty, <laughs> someone who has also got an opinion on this subject. Um, and that guy <laughs> is called a cockney John. Um, so basically, you can you can do the classic, just a simple thank you, yeah. a hand up, a flash of the lights, whichever. Obviously, it depends what time of day it is. I of I always like. Unless it's pitch black, I like the hand. Just the up. single hand up. The single like, hand up. Thank you. Nice one. Yeah. You are a nice person for letting me do that. Yeah. Then you've got the the downright rude people yeah. who just look straight, drive past you, zero kind of acknowledgement, um, or... remorse about not uh, <laughs> not saying thank you. But then. So, so that that's my rant is people not thanking you when you're driving. I think it's it's yeah. ridiculous, and I'll tell you why. My first ever driving lesson. Now, I learned to drive late, um, and obviously, I I was getting getting lifted around by everyone, and I always, you know, Dad and you and Kim and everyone always thank. So I'm having my first driving lesson. Guy next to me is nervous as hell, thinking, <laughs> "Why is this big massive joke?" not driving yet and he's nearly like 28 or whatever and I remember I drove and this guy let me through and I just I kind of took both hands off the wheel and did like a two-handed thank you and the guy was just like oh, hands on the wheel and I was, like, I was like sorry 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 so then obviously I got speaking to uh, uh, Cotney John right. about this right and I remember it was a while ago now but it came to me when I was talking about this being my run. And I, I think I'd got in in the morning and I'd said to him, like, tell you what, some absolute idiot drivers. I've just let two people through and the first guy didn't even thank me. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I totally get it, bro. I, I get it. He went, but let me tell you this. <laughs> he went, that's all well and good. Yeah, you should thank him. You should thank him. <laughs> he went, if they don't thank you, then he said, yeah. Bleed them. Yeah? yeah. F them. He said, but I'll tell you what, I cannot stand. And I went, what? He went, when the absolute fools put one finger in the air. <laughs> when their hand is gripping that wheel and they put one finger in the air. If you're putting one digit up, bruv, you put all five up. <laughs> uh, well, it, you know, I said something like, oh, it's a thumb. Don't even start, bruv. A thumb is a digit. A thumb is a digit. So, so he was he was absolutely fuming. And then ever since he said that, when I see these guys or girls, one hand on the wheel, and they just lift one little one little digit, yeah. all I ever think is John, like, how dare you? How dare you treat me like that? You know what I mean? Have you ever um, have you ever just been lost as you're driving and forget to thank and have a little panic? Or are you, yeah, are you an avid I thanker? I mean, I, I normally thank all the time. I've but there is the odd... to thank once. Yeah. And I thought, that's going to look well weird. The fact that they've let me through, I've drove past, they're going to be annoyed that I've not thanked. And then I've beat. So I'm kind of like thinking... I mean, I, I like an honest... flat. You know, and I, I, what's funny is, when, you know when you're... Um, you know when you're letting someone out, like, you know, at a, at a 
at crossroads or whatever, you're letting someone out, and then they cross you and they go in front of you. I sit and I wait for them hazards to come on. <laughs> you better put them hazards on. And then I see them, even if it's for a split second, I think, good manners. <laughs> you know, but if I see one finger up <laughs> from behind the car, how dare you put a Chris Peter up in the air, bro. Um, uh, so, yeah, that is the, uh, the elbow the rant. rant of the, the week. Rant. Right, okay, on to the next feature. Oh, what a know. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Okay, O of the week I've got a near miss of an O But do you want to go with... No, you you know, because if if we're building up You know, a near miss is a near miss So I'll go for full on Eamon, me mate Eamon. Yeah. Right, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in your yeah, life. he's honest, isn't he? He's just the most polite, most well-mannered, thoughtful... Definitely thanks people. <laughs> yeah, he will he never miss a thank. I'll never speak to yeah. him again. So he's telling me this story. So his, his, his wife's pregnant. And uh, and so um, it, they get on the tram. They get on the tram to go into town. And it's always rammed. And somehow this morning that they were on there, two seats next to each other just appear so they sit there right? and it's absolutely rammed and his missus turns to him and go and says Eamon right, look and he looks up and she went offer your seat so Eamon's like right and he said he looked up and he saw this woman who was <laughs> he said looked pregnant but wasn't obviously pregnant Right? Yeah. So um, he said, I obviously wanted to offer my seat, but then if I went up and offered my seat and then it turned out she wasn't pregnant, mm. that could that hugely is, yeah, backfire yeah. and oh, could be an absolute gosh. nightmare. And, he's, and, and, and his wife's going, Eamon, offer the seat. And Eamon's going, I'm, I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I should. Like, <laughs> and you know Eamon, you know what he's like. He's yeah. a bit, he could be panic a warrior. Stage, yeah, so he's panic staging. because he's caught in this position of do a let go. And then... Um, the last stop was Stratford. The next stop <laughs> is panic staging. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, he doesn't know what to do. And, he's, and his wife's just down it like, just get up and offer the seat. And he's like, but I'm not sure. Can you not see it? I don't think she's definitely yeah. pregnant. She's definitely pregnant. She's definitely pregnant. Just go and offer the seat. Risky business. So he's like, Right, I'm just going to have to do it. I'm just going to have to do it. So he stood up. And as he stood up, luckily, um, another seat becomes available. And uh, this woman he was going to ask sits down. And then behind this other woman is this really heavily pregnant woman. Right. So the wife had seen the actual pregnant one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. that is like the dream. Oh, and so then he was like, Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> like, so he said God. to her, he said, would you like to sit down? And he said he was this close to dropping probably the biggest O he's ever dropped. I mean, is it bad that it didn't happen? Like, <laughs> and I bit gutted that it didn't happen. I mean, I'm glad we've got a little tail, but it, it yeah, isn't it as gone down. as it is. Yeah, he said it was like, it was just sliding doors moment. Because oh, <laughs> right, it yeah. could have ended up in a... <laughs> that, is one, that, is, that is a situation you do not want to be in, yeah, is it? Yeah, so, um, yeah, there's a near miss. Near well, miss. my one is, you know, there's no build-up to this. It's basically just simple. Just a simple, oh, and and 
myos often happen because, um, how do I say it? I'm not that clever. So, <laughs> like, I make kind of like silly mistakes with sayings and silly mistakes with. Well, we've, I think we've already. With yeah. vocab and things like that. So, basically, it was the other day, I was on the playground. And the kids are kind of giddy, and they're all they're all playing with like the hula hoops and everything. And I checked the watch, and I said, "Right, guys, five minutes to go, or five minutes to the bell." And this kid, I could hear this kid go, five minutes to the bell." And I went, "Right, <laughs> who's intimidating me?" <laughs> right, and then obviously a few of the year six were just like, "Who's intimidating you, sir?" <laughs> and I went, "You what?" And they went, "Who's intimidating you?" Why are you scared? Uh, what? <laughs> I was like, no. And I, and I couldn't for the life of me think, think of the word. word. And then obviously, you know. Go on. Think about it. <laughs> uh, it was uh, imitating, isn't it? Imitating. Well done. Yeah, so and I love, I love all the O's that get shared in the group as well. There's oh, some absolute classics. That, the Apple one where it played two dog adverts and it was like one at the top advert was, uh, own a dog and you'll live longer, science says. And then underneath, woman shot by a Labrador puppy. <laughs> just, just see them all the time. I love people getting involved. So, yeah, so if you've got a no, you can share it on the Facebook group. Or if it's something more personal that you might want to send anonymously, just go to the website, twomrpspodcast.com, um, and there's a share your story option there. And there's also details of our last live show of the year happening in London on the 30th of November. Um, we have got only a few tickets left, to be fair, but we'd love to sell that one out as well. So, once, um, they hear that new, uh, once they hear that new question jingle, all right, the tickets will the fly. The tickets will yeah. fly, yeah. So we're coming to the old capital. We've got, uh, I think... Was that an impression? No. We're coming to the old capital. <laughs> we're going to the old... Have you seen Danny Dyer's new show? Welcome to the world. <laughs> You seen it? <laughs> no, but that's oh, the one to use, isn't it? It's mad. Get isn't on it? the wall. Yeah. Welcome to the wall. <laughs> it's uh yeah, I watched it the other day. I kind of liked it, weirdly enough. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very strange show, kind of. It's a bit, just, a bit just, like tipping it point, isn't it? It is a bit that tipping point. But when the balls chance. are loaded at the top, it's just made for Danny Dyer to be like, oh, that wall, drop him. <laughs> that's what he does. It's like, you know, it's tea time Saturday night TV. Drop him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, on to flashback. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! Flashback! Throwback! To Mr. P's in a park! Okay, so with the scores at 1-1, one, one. it was a flashback throwback in the last episode, 32, where, as we were talking about planning our Christmas night out of doing bongos ballads, potentially the best Christmas night out ever, we were picking three of our favourite power ballads. I went with Hold On by Wilson Phillips, Total Eclipse of the Heart and Africa by Toto. You went Think Twice by Celine, Hungry Eyes and Everything I Do by Brian Adams. It's a close one again, but I've, I've, I've took it 59% to 41. So that's 2-1 up for from yours truly. But do you know what? We missed so many, didn't we? 
because we were listening to some power ballads on the way up to Newcastle. Yeah, did. I mean, you, you could have done a top ten each. Yeah, we could. We could have just made an episode of yeah, yeah. power ballads. But we thought we'd mix it up uh, this week, and we thought we'd choose three things that... Because my kids now have started collecting these super zings, right? So there was a message on Seesaw the other day from the teacher, and it was like, please can we make sure that children don't bring super zings into class and i'm like what are these super zings and they're basically these little collectibles these they're sort of i don't even know if they do anything i think they're just little yeah they're just little like rubber things yeah little rubber things so it got me thinking of you can't believe your kids are collecting rubbers (laughs) so (laughs) it got me thinking of three things well could we pick three things that we used to collect back in the day Mm. so these are things that we actually used to collect um so first of all, none of us... You weren't into Pokemon, were you? No, no. So Pokemon's out of the question. We were too cool for Pokemon. Way too cool. But man. we're going to go with our three. So do you, are you going first or...? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, so I'm going to go for... Um, I'm going to go for something very similar to something we spoke about in one of the really early apps, uh, Pogs. Yeah. So, you know, Pogs were, Pogs were great. I mean, I used to love how fresh they were. But I'm going to go for ones called Tazos. And these ones used to be able to get a folder, plastic wallet kind of things. And um, they used to, used to get them inside Walker's Crisps. And it was just the buzz of like, yeah. oh, yes. And then uh, they used to be like Looney Tunes characters, if you remember. Yeah. But they had like little slits around the edges just to make them a little bit different than pods. pods. And I think and you, you could, could join them up. You yeah, could connect yeah. them, yeah. So, um it was good times, and I was I was looking to see if I could try and get pictures. What year would that have been? Would it have been around Space Jam? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it around like Space Jam because that was yeah. a big, big nineties film, yeah. wasn't it? The um, always rumours of Space Jam two happening. It's but been made. Is it definitely it's, being it's made? Literally, yeah. I think it's finished being made. Because obviously, post production. Boy, LeBron's uh, coming back. Your boy, but, LeBron. Um, <laughs> I had a look. I had a look. Is that who that question I, was from LeBron? <laughs> I had a look. I hope so. Imagine. Woo! Um, I had a, had a little look online uh, before the app to see kind of like what kind of Tazos. And I found this explanation of Tazos. Go on. They came inside bags of walkers. They were like pugs with slits around the edge for some reason. <laughs> that was it. That was all it said. Uh, um, but yeah, quality. Absolutely quality. Right, so my first choice, I'm going for... Troll dolls. Remember trolls? trolls? Like, trolls. The, like not like the trolls nowadays. Like no, they were the, just the traditional. No, no, the old, like the traditional like ones. Like the naked ones. Yeah, the naked they were all ones. Naked, where you they? could do their hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you could like. Um, were they on pencils? You could get them as little pencil toppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to just like trying to style the hair, and then and then you cut it. You think I just cut it. And realised they never grew back. And <laughs> yeah. So it was ruined. Classic little skinhead troll. <laughs> Just a little... Yeah, a little skinhead. American yeah. history troll. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were good. For, and you could like... Start, you could lick your fingers and style it in different ways. And yeah, trolls were the one. Making Bright colours. Making it sound horrible, man. <laughs> you used to buy one with holes for pencils. You used to lick your fingers. No. No, thank you. Yeah, everyone had a troll back in the day, didn't they? And now we just now we just get trolled. I was going to say I was actually I actually went out with a few trolls when I was a teenager. 
Um, right, so I'm going to go for... I mean, they're not exactly collectible, but they kind of were. You know, like you used to get, like, Hits magazines, Smash Hits magazines yeah, yeah. and all them kind of stuff. And you used to stick... You used to get the posters from inside and stick them up in your room. Um, so I'm just going for classic just posters in your room. <laughs> like, and, you know, most of them are from, like, magazines and stuff. I mean, I used to have, like, 40 players, uh, you know, United stuff. And I always, I don't know if you remember my calendar of choice for many a year. Article musical. No. And don't be revealing that to the <laughs> listeners. I was a big high school musical fan. But <laughs> yeah, that's not untrue. He didn't no, have no, a high school musical calendar. No, I didn't have a high school and musical calendar. Sheets. I had bed sheets. Oh, right, that was, okay. It was kind of like a running joke, like, oh, he's 19. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was just like, mum and dad, I'm leaving. And I'm breaking free. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm flying. Um, no, I uh, I used to have Halle Berry. Yeah. Halle Berry was my one. I absolutely adore her. But anyway, I always remember I had, I had such a... Because I used to share with Ryan. Yeah. So Ryan had had like a picture of Tiger Woods up, wasn't it? Like Tiger Woods. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he used to have like Tiger Woods. I love Tiger Woods. I love Tiger Woods. Best sports ever. And I'd have a picture of a United player next to a picture of Hanson. <laughs> a1. Uh, yeah, so uh, collecting you know, decorating your room with posters. Yeah, um, right. So I used to collect. I mean, it's changed a lot, but I don't know if it's still true now. But um, the biggest toy manufacturer in the world, or biggest seller of toys in the world, McDonald's. I don't know if it's changed now because isn't the talk of them getting rid of the Scrap toys, too, scrapping? Yeah. But back in the day, they used to have some great collectibles. Mm. There's, there was a couple. Um, I remember the, there was one where it was like all the you could get the the chip box, you could get the burger, uh, but like the polystyrene box of the burger back in the day. But they could turn into transformers. They were like little transformers, and they turned into little ro- robots. Remember that? I don't. And remember the drink, that, to be fair. the drink would turn into a little robot. So it was all your little items. Yeah, like your little meal items. Your non recyclables. But they came as little toys that would turn into little Transformers. Decent. I don't yeah. remember that. Do you not remember them? Nah. I remember loads the characters. Of I remember that. Well, yeah, then there was the Hamburglar, Grimace. There was the police officer that had the burger head. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember the police officer? <laughs> that sounds like you're just ripping the police. That police officer with a burger head. That was um, like when we used to call... Mayor uh, McCheese. Our French teacher, La Jambon Tat. <laughs> Because he was, he was an absolute meathead, but we used to call him Jambon Tet. But it, I think that translates to hamhead. <laughs> you absolute hamhead. Which one was, what was the big... Um, I like that as a rip, though. You it's Grimace. Yeah. Mayo McCheese, it was. Oh, Mayo McCheese. And there was Officer Big Mac. Officer Big Mac, yeah. <laughs> Hamburger. I don't know why that tickled me. And Ronald. That's that officer with a burger <laughs> Right, go on, your last choice. Well, my last choice is going to be, and obviously personal to me, was classic uh, football stickers. Merlin Merlin football stickers. stickers. You know, I remember back in the day, I did a Disney album. Yeah. And then I did, I remember starting the WWE or WWF stickers um, back in the day. But obviously, like, footy stickers were just... I know we touched upon it in one of the early apps, but... um, you know, the podcast's come a long way. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
And we forget what we said in the early episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. It could be repeating the exact <laughs> no, same. No, no, but I remember what I said last week, lad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, footy sticky thing. It just, it was that one, it. Gut, 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 knee. Yo, man, I need this. Um, uh, but we, uh, I mean, we completed one, I think. It was yeah, 95, it was 95, 96. 96, yeah. And I remember the player. And we never used to cheat either, because it, it, it got towards the end of the season, and they used to have those meet-ups, or you used to be able to send swap off. shops. Swap shops. Swap yeah. shops. And Dad went to a swap shop, oh, and I remember it? the player he went for. This is what I mean. I was, what, seven yeah. at the time? And he went for a very unknown player from Derby County called Daryl Powell. <laughs> Seriously, he went and got us Daryl Powell. Swapped about 400 stickers with Daryl Powell. Here's the one for you, right? Here's one, my memory. We used to have a dog, didn't we, when we were kids? And again, I might have told this in an earlier. Have I told this in an earlier? No, just the way you went like, here's this for memory. We used to have a dog. <laughs> no, we, no, we used to have a dog, like, remember Toby? Like, yeah. Absolute nut job. Nut job, yeah. We had him for about, what would you say, about, like, it was not even a year, the best part of the year? Wasn't that way He basically like he used to escape all the time, didn't he, and bite people on the street. But he bit a couple of people we didn't like, so we kept him. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, it got to the point where it was like, you know, I, I must have been about six. You must have been eight. Uh, you know, ten and Ryan eight. And they got rid of Toby and gave it to an old lady, didn't they? Like a bit of a guard dog. I mean, tiny, but a little <laughs> guard dog. And uh, I remember he said to us like. Listen, Toby's not going to be coming home. And I remember us all in the back of the car. I remember this clear as day. <laughs> and we were all like, oh, no, Toby! <laughs> and then Dad came out of Nevins, which is now the co-op, and uh, got in the car and gave us, like, five packs of black Premier League stickers each. And we yeah. were like, Toby! Oh! Ripped <laughs> out. Oh, shiny! Shiny! Didn't think about Toby for the rest of my life. Uh, right, my last choice then. So... Of a similar similar thing, when the Spice Girls first broke on the scene oh, and yeah. became the biggest group ever, move it, shake it, round about it must have been around about ninety six, yeah, roughly around about yeah. ninety six. There was a, a postcard collection that you could get, and you could buy packs. I think there's about five postcards which just documented their career so far. So it was pictures of them on tour, it was pictures of them individually. It's, I was obsessed with completing that me and Daz were in year seven of secondary you know first year of secondary school in an all boys rugby grammar school hiding away so we could make sure we've got all these Spice Girls postcards I genuinely do remember that that. and I was trying to search for them and like you can buy these postcards but there's no talk of the collection because you used to have again like this see-through um Sort of yeah, like old plastic wallets. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, I do I'm remember. Sure if there's it. anyone out there, look, get involved. Get in a chat on Facebook page because surely I was not the only one who uh, collected these Spice Girls. Do you know who you're sounding like now? Remember that classic video of the guy at wrestling where he's like, <laughs> "It's still real to me, Dad." <laughs> like you sound like that the guy. Is, I can't be the only one. I, I, the thing is, I, I, I can't stand the Spice Girls now. But when they first broke on the scene, oh, I used to love it. I was obsessed with yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, all of them as well, apart from Mel C. Um, right, so <laughs> just a little dig there, right then. <laughs> apart from Mel C. Right, so choices, things we used to collect back in the day. Uh, Adam's gone for Tazos, 
Um, like smash hit posters of pop stars and Merlin fuck, fuck, <laughs> footy stickers. <laughs> I'll say that again, footy stickers. Whoa. I've gone for trolls, uh, McDonald's toys and Spice Girl postcards. We will get the poll up on the Facebook page as soon as possible. And uh, getting... sorry if you were offended by any <laughs> bad language you may have heard. Right, so we're going to finish. We are going to finish with... Um, with uh, what's who's becoming quite the phenomenon, even though he doesn't he, he doesn't know it yet. Um, it's the return of. Oh no, wait, he didn't. He didn't just say what I think he did, did it? Yeah, um, man, kid. Here we go. Oh my goodness. So uh, I was I was just aching. I was hoping today when I went into school, I was like, please, please, please say man, kid's been on top form, and oh my, has he been on top form? And because of that, yeah. So. Um, first, first one. This was last week. <laughs> oh, where's the bit? <laughs> Here he is. Here he is. You just got to imagine him walking like Bez into school. Um, Liam Kilmacher. <laughs> so. So um, obviously we had the in, uh, World Athletic Championships in Doha, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Dean Rasher Smith won yeah. gold in the two hundred. So the teacher uh, decided to do a bit of a uh, sort of a bit of a chat about it, show the children yeah. winning the race, yeah, yeah, just sort of celebrating the fact that she's done so well. And so she's going on about the achievements of what she's done, and she's got gold in the two hundred meters, and blah blah blah. And man, kids sat next to the TA. And Mankey's just turned around and just goes like, I'd smash her in a race. And he's just like, I beat her. Definitely, I'm fast. And this is the thing though, I've never seen the kid run. The kid doesn't run anywhere. He just bowls, bowls everywhere. Yeah. Just proper bowls. Um, so here's another one, right? So him and his mates keep hanging around the toilets and cloakroom at lunch or break and always getting told off. They're swapping some cards or something like that. So, again, the TA walks past and could see him hiding in the coats. So, knew it was him, sent him outside, um, and then goes to the toilet, this TA, comes out the toilet, and he's walking back in. So, he's like, what are you doing? I've asked you to go outside. And he went, nah, nah, uh, I'm going toilet. And he go, and so he's thinking, nah, you're trying to... And he goes, well, have you asked, have you asked permission? Have you asked someone... <laughs> he asked someone if he can go toilet and he went yeah yeah he went who did you ask it was like James <laughs> James is just another kid in the class <laughs> oh my so, god <laughs> have you asked have you asked someone if you could go to the toilet yeah who <laughs> James <laughs> <laughs> but the best the best right was uh, they were in the hall I think this was when they were doing the um, harvest and he sat with a few of these other kids and one of the kids start crying so um, they sort of the other kids <laughs> the other kids sort of like grass him up yeah it's like oh it's it's man kid he's done it <laughs> right? I love him to actually say that <laughs> and this is yeah, the thing man kid. man kid is renowned because as much as he's you know can 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 be a bit of a make the wrong choices he's normally always the one to own up. He's always yeah, like, yeah, honestly, sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. 
Right, but this, I don't know what got into him on this day. So as these other three kids have sort of grasped him up, he's gone like, nah, nah. <laughs> he's gone, want me? They're just being proper salty with me, right? <laughs> and then as, as the teacher goes, right, come over here. <laughs> he, he looked at the three of them, gives him the old Gary Lineker to Gaza, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the watching meet you. Meet the parents. Meet the parents watching, watching, you, watching yeah. you. Does it to those three and then punches his... <laughs> <laughs> as he's walking to the teacher though so he's like nah they're being proper salty with me and then the teacher's like come here just just got a picture of here just the little uh, you know the fingers eyes, pointing at the eyes, eyes as if yeah. to say I'm watching you and then punch as he falls over <laughs> call the cops call oh, the cops he's amazing amazing so yeah there's our update from Mankid this oh, episode. Right, so that has been a, a lengthy one, but hopefully you've enjoyed it. As always, please do get involved. Go to uh, the website, twomrpspodcast.com, to either catch up on previous episodes, uh, contribute a story that will hopefully feature on the next episode, or get your live tickets for the London show. Please, 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 if you have a spare minute, go to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Because we've noticed whenever we get a few reviews in, we shoot up the podcast chart and it really helps us get more exposure and so on. We will be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. Keep sharing the pod. That's what we want. We want as many teachers listening to it. So if everyone who listens to this pod can just share it with someone else, get another teacher listening to it, whatever it might be, uh, it'll keep growing, which will just be amazing. Because we've been featured um, on a couple of lists now. There's been a couple of blog posts. I know Twinkle did a blog post and featured our podcast so they did, did a, they? yeah so they did a list of the best educational podcasts third space learning did one as well so really appreciate that and um again thank you to interim it for sponsoring we'll be back very soon take care of yourselves See you soon. First taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.